Hi, how are we doing today? My name is Joe Wilmot, and this is an episode of Heaven and Hell on JCHW Broadcasting, presented by, well, I, I already covered everything. I said JCHW Broadcasting, and then I said Joe Wilmot, and then I said Heaven and Hell, so the title of the show, the title of the company, and the name of the host. Essentially, we're going to move on into the talk about the opposite of love, evil, love and hate, love and evil. And to do this, we're going to have to pinpoint the father of evil, father of lies, or the lord of lies. Perhaps giving him the name father is not likely as, and he likely has one thing in common with the creator father, that the name be father in evil, and it be father in good, as in there are sons of light and there are sons of darkness. Now, I haven't got into that biblical text that's been forbidden from the Bible. Depending on how much the Holy Spirit influences the writings of the lost text of the Bible, which I have, which I have yet to dive into, I've really only dived into Adam and Eve and their exile from the garden. And they do have a book called The Sons of Light and the Sons of Darkness. How much the Holy Spirit influences the writings of those texts, I don't know. But you have to think if they maintain the context of God, and they're not solely bent on the creativity of the individual, and they were actually written around the same time as the New Testament, that you would have to assume if they were written by apostles or by followers of Christ, that they might have some important impact, but maybe not the direct word of God that is in the Bible, that is in the Bible. So Satan is top dog. He is alpha. 100% alpha. Okay, I mean, was that what we're trying to get to? Is that what we're all trying to be, you know, like bang chicks and, you know, get to the next chick so you can just bang them and ruin their wedding day so that when they go to marry the beta guy that uh, they don't have anything to give him because they've already had every experience in the book. The book of sex, not the Bible. They, they haven't had that experience, you know. I just, uh, I don't know. But I'm just saying, I don't know. It's a sad thing when women decide to And men, 
women and men should be held to a higher standard. The, the, the importance of chastity should be ingrained in the brains of children to not have sex and to wait till marriage. I know I had a little bit of sex education, but the guy who's cracking up in the background saying I've already had sex, you know, and like talking like arrogance, you know, it's like everybody else is like, oh, you've had sex. Cool, man. What's it like? And the teacher's trying to get them on page with, you know, you don't need to have sex. I mean, you just need to wait till marriage. And of course, there's the finding out if a person's right for you and if a person's not right for you and all that type of stuff that goes into the game of love by Santana. Not the Tina Turner version. That I mean, that just doesn't sound right. Um, I think that Satan corrupts our minds. And he feeds off purity and love. And when it's all used up, when it's all out, he uh, he wins. The relationship is over with. And there's nothing to build it on. If you run out of, you know, all your good graces with God, then you don't necessarily have anything to continue on a relationship with. And that's when you start turning to the devil to try to generate more from either the male or the female in the relationship. And I just think that uh, the devil is a conniving snake. I had a dream last night. Probably should share this on dreams, but I can't do it because it's the season finale on episode 23. 23, I see the number everywhere. Um... Uh, the season finale on dreams was the 23rd episode. So I had a dream last night where there was this shark in the water and I was like getting on a boat and they were helping me on the boat. And then the boat was like sinking. Cause I got on the boat and it was like, Oh, you weigh too much. Okay. And then it starts sinking and then all of a sudden they start, people start getting eaten. I was like, eat me. I was like saying, eat me to the shark. It's like, go ahead, try it. You know, didn't get to me. Then I got to the point where I actually thought I was going to live. And then I started swimming to shore. And then I'm like, what happened to the shark? And then I look over to the right and I see a giant alligator. Like this alligator is like 10 times as big as Lake Placid alligator. Like it's a huge alligator. And I'm just thinking to myself, oh my goodness, goodness gracious. I was thinking to myself, what happened to the shark? And then I see the shark's head, you know, like, like a meatball, you know, that you see like a meat head, you know, like just, uh, you know, rolling on the sand, you know, like the head of the shark is just right there. And you're like, that shark was nothing got eaten by the alligator then you see the alligator you know it's like how 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 far on shore do i have to go up the mountain to get away from this alligator so then you start going up the mountain to get away from this alligator this alligator is just eating things 
Then you go up the mountain and then you, you start getting bit by snakes. It's like, okay, I'm trying to get on a boat. The boat sinks. I get in the water. I think Jaws is going to get me before I'm surprised by 10 times the amount of Godzilla. You know, the, uh, the alligator. The alligator bites off the head of the shark. Coming after me. I go up the mountain. I'm getting bitten by snakes. Where am I? What kind of place is this? I don't want to be here. <laughs> so, the devil is relentless. And corrupts the minds and the bodies and the souls of mankind. And I don't know if you want to believe it, but uh, we're going to talk about it a little bit more in end times, about where we're moving into. Um, the one-year season of end times is going to continue, and we're going to talk about, you know, Satan and his influence. But what are we going to talk about today? I mean, we talked a little bit about dreams and end times and Satan and and hate and love and how it runs off of purity. You know, God loves what is pure, tries to maintain what is pure, but if it gets corrupt, then they have nothing to work off of. Unless you run off of pure sin. And then you start using other people's purity. You start running out of your own, so you start stealing it from other people. Insane. You say, how does that happen? It does. You know, I talk to people, and most of the time, they have no idea what I'm saying. They, they, they think I don't make any sense. It's just that they're not, they're, they're too foolish to understand that I make perfect sense. Or their brain cannot comprehend the way I think because they don't think the same way. And that kind of puts me in more of an isolated area. You know, I'd love to be social. I would love to be social. I love to hang out with people, but people can't be trusted. They can't. No, no person on earth do I trust. Not a single one. Um, they lie, they're deceitful, and they do what they want to do when they want to do it, and they don't have any obligation to upholding what they say. A man of their word is in non-existence this day and age. This day and age is so filled with sin, so filled with corruption, so filled with evildoers, Really, if I wanted to get into the story, I could say, hear me out. I'm going to say this storyline. It's not that this is actually the way the events took place. But what if some of it led me to a conclusion or led you to an observation? Say, for instance, I'm God. Okay? I'm in heaven. Ruling on my throne, like God the Father. I'm God the Father. And Jesus is on the throne next to me, on the right hand of God. And say, for instance, we got the Holy Spirit up there, and 
Jesus's love for mankind was on earth for 2,000 years. And say, I get sent down from heaven, the Father, me, get sent down from heaven to finish the job of creating paradise for eternity. And I have to be tested all along this path while Jesus is sitting on the throne and ruling. Say, for instance, this is partially true. Say, for instance, God the Father is on earth and he is me. And I have to deal with the devil. And I'm fighting the devil. Every single day the devil is trying to corrupt me, get me to commit sin, get me to do evil, get me to turn my back on things. But I don't know this my entire life. I don't know this. I'm blind by sheer willpower and sheer good graces and feeling like, you know, I'm just being a good person. But then when I taste the sweet, sweet honey of sensation, I become corrupt. And then upon my destruction, I become saved by the one and only Holy Spirit and the... Uh, the Holy Ghost and Jesus. And then I take my journey as a journey amongst men and women in this land they call Earth that I decide to commit myself to learning and studying the gospel. But does that mean that we will be tested every single day by Satan to turn to temptation? And that we will have to resort to the Bible to survive? And we will have to resort to the Bible to, to do righteousness? I'd love to be social, but there is no one in social conversation that quite like relates to me. I don't even know what the audience is thinking. It'd be nice to get feedback from the audience to know what they're thinking every once in a while, but could you even require that as truth? I don't know. Now, when I say I am God the Father, do I feel like God the Father? No. Yes. Yes, I do. I mean, I do. I, I do. I feel like I could possibly be God the Father. But that could be pride. That could be arrogance. That could be stupidity and foolishness. And it could just be being like God and being like Jesus and being like the Holy Spirit. It could be anything. If I was God, surely I would have my powers, right? Unless I were to come into the world as a human being, in a normal human being state. Like Jesus came to earth as a human living in spiritual form before he came to earth and humbled himself to become a man. 
not before he humbled himself, but before he was he was uh, sent on a mission. And that's kind of how I feel I am. I'm sent on a mission. And it's tough. I don't know where I was going with this moral of the story. It just kind of turned into uh, a story. But anyways, we have to deal with Satan. And we'll take a quick break and come back and finish up your episode. Do you know how cool it would be to be God the Father? But if I got into all the mathematics, if I got into all the formulas, all the conspiracy theories that I get into, you would say, that is just crazy. That doesn't make any sense. And I'd say, yeah, I know. I'm crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy, 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 crazy. I'm crazy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, I heard there was a secret chord that David played and pleased the Lord, but you don't really care for music, do ya? Well, it goes like this, the fourth, the fifth, the minor fall, and the major lift, the baffled king composing, hallelujah, hallelujah. Well, maybe I've been here before, and maybe I've seen that sacred door, but you don't really care for music, do ya? Hallelujah. <sighs> so we have to contest with Satan, his anger and his wrath and his just evil nature and he will try to tell you that he's not real because if you think that he's real then you must also think that jesus be real or god be real and if you do find out that satan is real then he'll i don't i don't know if you believe that the devil is real then wouldn't you have to believe that Jesus is real? Wouldn't you have to believe that? I mean, I mean, can can you believe in just having the devil be real and Jesus not be real? I mean, could, could that possibly be a thing? I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't think so. So maybe he's just trying to just blind everybody and make sure that nobody sees you know, any sort of religious content. That's why it's not in schools. That's why you're not allowed to have time. You have too much time to study the education. Not, no, you have not enough time to study education. Then in your co-curriculars, you're in sports. Then by the time you're all said and done, you finally have time to read the Bible, but, th but then you only have a little bit of time off, and then you have to go work for your life. 
work your life. I mean, in America, who has time to study the Word of God? I heard this guy on air yesterday talking about, uh, you know, the capitalistic society and that in the Bible it says, you know, it's good to be a capitalist and all that. And that, you know, God wants you to work for a living. Yes, he wants you to work for a living. I mean, what else would you do? I mean, like, you, there's no way anybody can not work for a living unless you literally do not do anything. It doesn't have to be physical work. It can be spiritual work. Or it can be, you know, or it can be a little bit of both. Like, my work right now is not that physical. I talk... Physically, I'm talking to you, but most of it is, you know, spiritual work and, you know, providing, you know, information about the Holy Spirit and God and Jesus and the devil and things that relate to heaven and hell. And it's a broadcast company. I make money every time I post an episode. I make a penny. So it's like it is a company. It makes money. So it is work. I do anywhere from one to two to three episodes per week. And it is a form of work, although it's not back-breaking number one alpha male type of work, you know, like construction, docking, building, carpentry, you know, engineer on a car plant, you know, stalker at Target. You know, although it's not these things, Although it's not like heavy action and being number one in the workforce, it is still work nonetheless. That's something I've had to come to terms with is that I'm not the greatest worker in the world. I'm just a worker in the world and I do work. I mow my lawn. I got to mow my lawn. So for this guy to say that, you know, he wants everybody to be in a capitalistic society where we have education, we have school, we have. Uh, all that stuff and sports and work and all that, and we don't have time for God. Well, that's not right. God should be taught in schools. It should be it should be part of the fundamental class classes that are that that educate people. Because I mean, there's no education like there is a Christian education. I mean, if you know everything of the world and you know nothing of spiritualness and of the Bible. You really know nothing at all. Uh, really. I don't measure a person's intelligence by how many numbers of pi can they calculate. I measure somebody's intelligence by good and evil and, and how they execute their charisma and, the, and, the, and their personality in, in the world amongst other people. That's how I would measure intelligence. But nobody does that these days. It's all just consuming, consuming things. I don't know. So Satan blinds us and society blinds us and America blinds us. Now Trump the other day held up the Bible at a protest um, at a church now, I don't know what Trump's affiliation is with the Holy Bible. I don't know how often he reads it or what he has to do with it, or if he's just the messenger. But that seemed to send a message to me. 
saying, you know, religion is important. And if he's not handling these protesters that are losing, that are out of control, let's let's put that on the agenda. Let's say they're out of control. They're rioting. They burned down a Wendy's. Now, you have this African-American who was in the Wendy's parking lot and fell asleep, failed a sobriety test, then resists a resistance of arrest and tries to flee from police. I'm not saying the police should have shot him. They should have had better control over the situation, as in, you know, having cuffs on him and putting him in the back of a police car. But it seems as if some of these people are trying to make a scene, trying to sacrifice their lives to create the downfall of America. I don't know about these people that are hanging, if they were lynches or if they were suicides, made to look like lynches. I don't know. But if we lose the authority of police and law and regulation and everybody's just at a free-for-all, then all of a sudden, there's no order in America. And I think Trump is trying to keep things under control. And I don't think you can have society running itself. I think that would be a downfall. And I think it moves its way into the new world order. As I talked about while I was sitting on my chair smoking my last cigar. Essentially, let's say the new world order cigar. Monte Crisco classic is the last cigar that I have ever smoked. And the only cigar I've ever smoked on air. And let's say that, you know, because the crown of a cigar burns, that we have this coronavirus. Perhaps for every dollar spent, there's a dead person in corona. I don't know. Could be Satan's mad plan. Death tolls rising. Mad, mad, man, Mad, man. The media is evil. All of it. You can't turn on television without being fed lies and feeding into what the people want. If you run a society based solely on what people want, you will lose. You will lose control over society. And that will be the downfall of America, the failure of the seventh kingdom to start up the revelation of the eighth kingdom of the world. I know we're talking about new world order and I know we're talking about um, all that stuff in revelation and end times on heaven and hell, but it's just what I'm thinking of. But I came on today, perhaps warn you about Satan. And his plan, his agenda, his evil, is to rule the world. 
and leave God out of it. I don't really know where I'm going with this episode. I, I kind of said what I was thinking. And I kind of want, I mean, I feel like this should be an end times episode. But it's a heaven and hell episode. So like maybe the heaven of the episode is me relaying all these insights about, oh, wouldn't that be cool if it was a story like this? And the hell would be, he's just lying. He's just a man. He's a sinful man. He's just speaking his, his mind, and his mind is crazy. So, essentially, we must prepare ourselves, arm ourselves with the armor of God, the helmet of hope. The breastplate of righteousness. The girt loins of truth. The gospel of peace for footwear. Our sword of spirit with our arm, our right hand or left hand, depending on which way you want to wield your sword of the word of God, which is your sword. And the shield of faith. No matter how much damage you're taking, put up your shield and realize that you'll have faith, that you can endure the torments of evil. Put on your armor of God and go out into the world and fight. Fight against the powers of evil. Spread the gospel. Save as many as possible. Save as many as possible. Now, not actually fighting people. Live by the sword, die by the sword. If you cut off an eye, you shall lose an eye. An eye for an eye. So essentially, be careful. Be very careful. If you're hunting a rabbit, you gotta be very careful. So essentially, put on your armor of God, go out into the world, deliver the message, and know that God loves you. He died for you. He died for your sins. He is the Lord and Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. And he is real. He's very real. Religion is very real. Religion is all truth and is all reality. Jesus Christ is king of kings in the kingdom of heaven, on earth as it is in heaven. His kingdom will come. Give us this day our daily bread and lead us not into temptation, but forgive us our, but forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. 
Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the Lord, for thine is the power, the glory, and the kingdom forever and ever. Amen. Okay. I'm not putting on this show to be fun, to be mental illness awareness. I'm not putting on this show to have entertainment value. This is me trying to reach people and get them to be saved. I don't, I always say that when they say, repent of your sins, say, dear Lord Jesus, I accept you into my life. I repent of my sins. I make you my Lord and Savior. If you say that simple prayer with us, we believe you got born again. It's as simple as that. I do that every time because I know that I am not, I, I know that I am not perfect. But I try to be. And we can all try to be more perfect. Thanks for tuning in today. I'm Joe Wilmot. This has been an episode of Heaven and Hell. This one titled Armor of God.